welcome to Business Talk Sister Gok. I'm Becca. And I'm Ruthie. With us today with Tim Van Seuss, we're going to be talking about billboards. Thanks so much for being with us today, Tim. Yeah, it's like I think I'm your first guest that's been on more than once. <laughs> that's true because you've done so many things. So we got to keep asking you stuff. So you tell us a little bit about billboards. What do you do with that? How do so, you yeah, just to be clear, billboards are those things on the highway that you see and hopefully look at when you drive by um, <laughs> that are advertising things. So they're just big, big signs that are along the side of the road. Uh, sometimes they have lights at night. Uh, other times they don't. But uh, yeah, so I've got um, a, a few of these. Um, and the reason I have them, I, they came with a business, the business we talked about last time. And uh, it's kind of a package deal. So I've never intended to own highway billboards, but um, I <laughs> didn't go of... out, wake up one day and say, I think I want to own billboards. <laughs> exactly. And it, and it is kind of odd because most of the billboards that you see around are owned by a couple really big media companies. There's a handful out there who are owned by smaller guys like me that just had commercial property alongside of a major highway and uh, decided to do it on their own. But most of them that you see are owned by those big media companies and they, they might lease the land from individual property owners, but they kind of, those big media companies handle all the uh, printing of the signs and sales and all that kind of stuff. So I'm a little unique in that uh, I do all those things uh, in house. So, I do my own sales for the billboards in terms of uh, recruiting businesses that want to advertise on them. And I also design the images in many cases that are placed and then get them printed and I install them, install the actual sign that goes up. So you probably have some great workman's comp insurance for that, huh? Well, as an individual <laughs> business owner, I'm not required to have workers comp. So, so you don't print the, the billboard signs in-house? You don't have like a giant jumbo screen printing thing that you spend hours and hours trying to make your perfect design on? I, I don't. I've <laughs> I found easier ways to get that done. But I do spend a lot of time doing the design work. Mm -hmm. And the reason I've gotten into that is I, I don't have a whole lot of design background. But uh, I've looked at a lot of billboards in my life as I've driven <laughs> around the country and so you kind of know what one should look like and there's really good elements that you can i mean this is just a general practice in all of business one of the best ways to be successful is by looking at other people who are successful and doing what they do and so just and that applies for like design work too i know that there's people who are a gazillion times more gifted than me in design but i know elements well enough that um, I can design a billboard for a smaller company who might not be um, willing or able to invest the expense of hiring a professional designer to do it. And it just makes it an easier one-stop shop for them. So I'm able to say, hey, I think your business would be great on this billboard and I'll take care of all the details for you. You give me the idea that you have for what you want up there and I'm going to design you some elements that, that I think would work and I'll get it printed for you, I'll get it installed for you, it'd be a really easy one-stop shop, which is one of the things that the big 
media companies do for businesses. And so basically I'm just doing that on a really small scale. So do you ever have people that come to you with really good ideas and you're like, no, don't put that on a billboard. <laughs> that, that hasn't happened yet. What about chicken nugget bracelets? Could you put that on a billboard? <laughs> you know, I, I think that would be a mistake to put that on a billboard. <laughs> but, but if you want to sign and pay a year in advance, I, I'd be happy to get that up there for you. <laughs> okay, good to know. Okay, so when people usually look at renting or owning billboards, like did you do a lot of research on it? when you were going to do it originally or did you just decide oh because i'm buying this other business i'll just figure it out as i go like how did you learn about doing all of these things because obviously like i don't think most people know how to screen print a giant billboard how did you do that yeah i just uh i didn't do a lot of research and the previous owner this was one of the opportunities i saw in uh creating additional revenue streams because now i'm getting paid to to uh, put the billboard up. So I'm commanding a higher rent off of them as a one-stop shop. So this was one of the opportunities I saw because previously uh, in this business, the owner was saying, yep, I'll rent you the space, but you have to find somebody to design it, somebody to print it, and then somebody to install it, which usually meant a really high expense of hiring one of those big media companies to come and install um, the, the print up on the board. So it added expense and it just wasn't as easy for them to sell the boards. So they had a, um, a higher vacancy rate or higher empty on their boards compared to what I'm experiencing because it's easier to sell when you can answer all the problems for your customer rather than just part of them. So I went out and really tried to just learn how to do this. And it turns out it's, you know, I have a little bit of experience in design. Um, so that was helpful. And that goes way back to when I was uh, a kid, um, a teenager, and I was working in my dad's business. And uh, back in the 1990s, not a lot of folks were, uh, especially my folks age, were computer literate. So I learned how to design brochures uh, for their business. And that early knowledge uh, helped me now, much later on, to know how to you know, at least the beginnings of how to do a design of a billboard um, in Photoshop. That's <laughs> what I do it in. There's probably better applications, but that's what I use. And, um, and then, yeah, it's just learning, watching, hey, you've probably never noticed somebody putting up a billboard before, but <laughs> if you uh, start watching, eventually as you're driving down the highway, you'll see one of these things being changed. Pull over and watch. That's how we learn, you know? It's just through just real practical Cheap entertainment. Ways. <laughs> They're probably like, who's this creepy guy taking a video of us? Yeah. So did you have to figure out like what adhesive to use and stuff? I'm just imagining you like trying to put up this giant poster and then a gust of wind comes and that suddenly you're a poster burrito and you're just <laughs> like glued to your advertisement. So what did yeah. that Yeah. Right. And those are some of the things that I thought early on too could happen. And I've learned not to do it on windy days, number one, but there's actually, um, <laughs> it, in the ones that I have, there's no adhesives used. They're actually like a giant tarp um, that like you'd cover your wood pile with. Uh, it's a vinyl material and 
they actually don't get glued on. They're actually strapped on uh, to the board using um, ratchet straps. So uh, the companies that print these things sew a pocket that goes all the way around. This is probably more than anybody wants to know. Um, but they'll appreciate billboards when they see them in new ways. But there's pockets that go all the way around and you just put a metal pipe uh, through all the four sides and you take ratchet straps, like what you would use in the back of a pickup truck truck to tie things down and those ratchet straps hold it on so there's you know a dozen dozen and a half of those ratchet straps going all the way around um the the vinyl and it kind of gets stretched into place Mm. i'm just imagining like every high school kid whose parents own farmland on the highway being like i'm doing this done (laughs) yeah if it was that simple so one of the most complicated things with with highway billboards is getting the proper permits from uh, the proper authorities. Usually it's going to be on a state or federal highway um, that's managed by the state. So you have to have permits from uh, like the Minnesota Department of Transportation to put those up. And then those permits are um, have to be paid and renewed annually as well. So there is some legal red tape to putting these things up. It's uh, not just as simple as uh, building a wooden frame and uh, stretching a piece of vinyl around it. Although we do know a few different schizophrenics locally that have gone that route and it seems to be working for them. They just throw up some signs promoting whatever propaganda It's the end of the world. There's barbed wire all over it. Did you know that? The whole thing is covered in barbed wire so nobody can take it down. Wow. Yeah, in case you were wondering. <laughs> but um, so with that, when you have, like you, you purchased this land and it came with these billboards, did you kind of like catch the fever and then you just decide to buy a whole bunch of them? Or do you have like others that you've purchased since then or just stick with the ones that you have on this property? Nope, just the ones I have on this property. Um, that's that's what I have. and um, Yeah, and I, I don't, foresee it expanding really beyond that it's it's kind of a little niche business it's not um anything too exciting i i think if i were to scale it up obviously i'd be competing against some really large media companies and that probably wouldn't be a real effective approach have you looked into doing like a digital one instead of just the traditional or just what is that yeah i have i mean with where i'm located the um the cost of digital is still really prohibitive for what I'm able to gain um, or what I'm able to charge for rent for them. So really your rents are based off of traffic count. So that's why you see digital really prevalent down in the Minneapolis area because there's just a ton of people on the highways and um, you can access all that data, by the way, uh, on MnDOT's website. It's kind of interesting that you know they keep all these traffic counts. So there's those little rubber cords on the highway that you'll see every now and then, and they count every time a car drives over them. And MnDOT puts those out all over the place as they monitor traffic count. I mean, for their own purposes. And then we're able to look at that data and say, um, hey, 8,000 cars drive by this spot a day the billboard's going to be seen by those 8,000 people in theory. And so it commands this price. Obviously, one that's going to be seen by 30,000 people in a day is going to command a higher price. And that's where digital is being used uh, because there's just it, it justifies that 
high, high investment cost of such a large um, uh, upfront investment in the digital board. Have you ever found one of those strips and then just taking your car and driven over it and then reverse and then driven over it? <laughs> well, it's, yeah, that, that's, that temptation has never crossed my mind. <laughs> Most people don't have that temptation on a very highly trafficked highway. No, but now that we've put that out there, I think it's probably good to watch for people who might be doing that on the highway. <laughs> Up their so billboard prices. Yeah. Um, but that to talk a little bit more about that data, that's actually really interesting data. I'm sure it could be used in ways that are beyond billboards, but it's great that the government gives us that insight to, to share, um, that they share that data with us because for me it's been helpful when I go and try to sell a billboard to a potential client and be able to say well there's 8,000 cars that drive by here a day if you gain just half of a percent of those people or you know and, and help walk them through the investment that they're making has been really helpful. Mm -hmm. So do you have like a process that you go through to allow people to be on your billboard like do people have some stuff that is okay yep this is how we're gonna do this and this is like what we allow to be posted here or do you not have that and then what was the second question we have with that is what is the first thing you ever put up on your billboard um so the first question is there rules around what can be put yes our contract does um stipulate that um and 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 really what my contract stipulates is an extension of what the state of Minnesota stipulates in my permitting um, process, but there are things that are restricted on, on highway billboards like offensive material. Um, so we do have um, those stipulations for what can be put up. In terms of what my first thing I ever put up was, it was for a credit union. Fancy. So exciting. <laughs> what would you recommend to someone starting out or looking to do this things to avoid or things to consider? Yeah, I, I think um, it's really beneficial to customers to have a one stop shop where they're not forced to source the printing and the installation themselves. I see a lot of value in, um, in doing all those things in house and having the ability to do those. Or if you don't have the ability to to do those yourself like I'm doing, to have um, those things taken care of for the customer so it's rather seamless for their experience. I just think it provides a better overall um, ability to sell the billboards and then to keep your customers around because they see you as more than just a pile of sticks out in the, in the ditch that are holding a sign up for them. So, um, so and, and also being able to educate them on, on the value that you're providing. Okay. So are there any free tools or resources that you would recommend people looking at? Um, that's a little harder on this one. I, um, yeah, that, that's a tough one. I, I'm sure MnDOT would be happy to talk to you about the permitting procedure and stuff, but this is a more difficult to enter business from that permitting standpoint and you have to have commercial real estate alongside a major highway and those are both barriers and MnDOT just doesn't let these things go up anywhere so it takes a bit of legal work to actually get them placed so as far as free resources uh, 
I, I can't think of any, unfortunately. So you can't have them in residential areas at all? Um, no, that's not always true because you see them in weird places occasionally. Mm -hmm. um, but those seem to be mostly older and grandfathered in. It seems like most of the newer boards that are placed are always on commercial property. So, and that's what it takes. It takes a lot of that homework. And that's really why you see, I think, the big media companies really dominating this market is because they have the resources to, um, and they know the process, mm -hmm. that it's a lot easier for them to put up a new installation than it would be for um, just uh, somebody who's never done it before. They, they've done the learning curve. They have the people in-house. So that's why I think it seems like more and more they're owned by the few big media companies. Okay, so um, the final thing we're going to talk about today is the part where we gawk about something. And we had talked a little bit earlier about a funny story you wanted to share with us regarding your billboard um, and how you can utilize it to your advantage in pranks. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, sure. So this one, yeah. Um, <laughs> Our our pastor. <laughs> you should give some context on um, Terry. <laughs> okay, yeah. So our pastor Terry is a big jokester, and so <laughs> he likes pulling pranks on people. And so he happened to be out of the state for a week or two, and during that time, I devised the idea because I had an empty billboard at the time that I was trying to rent out, and and he knew that. Um, because I think like the week before I was talking to him while I was doing an installation. But anyways, he knew that I was trying to rent this thing out. And I think we might've even talked about maybe putting the church up on one and I would just donate it. And um, so while he was on vacation, I designed uh, a board with him wearing a ridiculous outfit, um, encouraging people to come meet the coolest pastor on the Iron Range. <laughs> and I went out and I took a picture of the blank board and then digitally, I just imposed that because I didn't want to spend the money to print this thing um, or the time to put it up. But digitally, I imposed that image of him uh, with, the, with the North Star Church billboard design. And I put it up on um, uh, there digitally. And then I sent, I took a picture, you know, I like saved it as a JPEG and sent it to a few people. And they texted it to him saying, hey, looking good, man. <laughs> And of course he was out of the area. And so he wasn't able to go see if this was legit or not. And I think we really had him fooled. I think he really thought it was up. So yeah, owning billboards gives you great leverage on how to prank people. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Capital One has that, like this is banking reimagined. It's, this is pranking reimagined. <laughs> it, is. It, blog it is. It is. Pranking on a budget. <laughs> Cause it's believable, right? Like, I mean, anybody could do that prank, but like, who's going to spend the money to actually. Yeah. Who's going to drop the cash. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a, a good, a good idea for those of you who are have those kind of resources available. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, to be honest with you, that's, that was my whole motivation in buying the whole business was being able to do pranks like that. <laughs> That you said you never do emotional investments. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Uh, this is devoid of emotion. Uh, 
Okay, well, we're out of time for today. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing some really interesting knowledge um, as well as uh, some fun stories. Uh, and we'll see our listeners next week.